first of all, you can definitely hear Taco snoring in this intro, just so you guys know. Anyway, hi guys, welcome back to Tell Me About It. I'm your host, Jade Iovine. If you're new around here, each week I get to sit down with incredible women and talk about all the things that make us human. The shame spirals that keep us up at night, the mental health crises, breakups, rejections, insecurities, and everything in between. Together we leave our highlight reels at the door and celebrate the many bloopers of our very, very imperfect lives. Today we have my sister Jessica Ivine on the show, which is so crazy. This episode is wild, and if you have a sister, you know that I had no choice but to be unbelievably honest because your sister will just call you out on everything like mine does. So I wanted to do a sister episode primarily because you can't know me without knowing my sister. We talk every single day, multiple times a day. She is the person that I consult with about everything in my life and she's such a driving force and presence in my life. So I wanted you guys to hear our banter and get to know our relationship because it's such a big part of who I am in my life. But also, she's extremely smart. My older sister, I mean, obviously I think so. I think everything she does is incredible as her younger sister, but she truly is so smart and she's in the process of becoming a marriage and family therapist and everything that she's learned in school, she brings up all the time in regard to my life and my problems. But she's really knowledgeable about psychology, obviously, and just relationships in general. And relationships are essential to this show. And we talk about relationships of all kinds all the time. So I thought that she would be a good source of knowledge for me to share with you guys. She's the yin to my yang. She's my best friend on this planet. And she has been my North Star since I was born. Like many sisters, Jessica and I are insanely similar, but also very different. Unfortunately for you guys, one of our similarities is our voice. We have like the same voice. It confuses everyone. Like even when I was listening back to this episode this morning and Dylan overheard, he got very confused because he thought I was Jessica and Jessica was me. But anyway, hopefully you can tell us apart. Jess is a marriage and family therapist with a powerful Scorpio rising. She's strong, mysterious, charming, and creative. She also happens to be the greatest older sister of all time. That sounds so lame when I say it out loud, but whatever. And so much of who I am is the direct result of her love and guidance. You'll hear us talk about our childhood, the ways we're different and the ways we're similar, our relationships with our bodies, the many parts of us that are still under construction. Recording this episode was so fun, and I hope it makes you want to call your sister. Without further ado, here is my big sister, Jessica Iovine. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you excited? Are you nervous? I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't be nervous. You'll relax into it. Okay. Do you have your sandwich? Yeah. Okay. Is it good? It was really good. Okay. I'm glad I got the bacon on it. Oh, you did get the... Yeah, I got you the bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> okay. Today we have a special, special treat. My sister, Jessica Iovine, is here with me. I bullied her into recording with me. Actually, you kind of wanted to, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's my dream to be on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And here you are. So I'm going to make this easy on you. Okay. But let's just get really into it. We talk every day, 
many times a day. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. will just be like one of those conversations. Yeah. I have no press training. I am I'm, you're an open book. <laughs> yeah, okay. You listen like I my job. Zero charisma on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Okay. So how do we know each other? We're we're, we're sisters, obviously. Mm-hmm. We're four years apart. We're born a day apart, but four years apart. Yeah. Our dad's birthday is nine months prior, which is a gross thought, but mm-hmm. it's the truth. Mm-hmm. There are four kids in our family. Mm-hmm. You're, you can help me out. Tell me. Yes. How, yeah, there are. So, yes. How I many? am number two. I have an older brother. <laughs> we have an older brother. I'm born second. Yes. We have a younger brother. I have... Jamie. Jamie's our older brother, then me, yep. then Jeremy, who's two years younger than I am. Yeah. And then you, who's two years younger than Jeremy. We're all two years apart. And then we have um, three step-siblings on true. my mom's side. And then we have two step-siblings on my dad's side. So true. Yeah. So we have a very modern family. We have a lot of people in our family. A lot of fucking mm-hmm. people, which is going to be a pain in the ass well, when we get married. It's it's a joy and a pain. It's the best. No, it's the best. Yeah. But we are slightly enmeshed, but we're getting better. Yeah. We're less enmeshed. What, than does we that, what does that mean? I think that it's just sort of when you're really close to people that your emotions are maybe over dramatically connected to the behaviors and the emotions of people around you. So. I have never thought about that, that regarding our family. No. Well, there's – I think that it comes with being really close to your family. So yeah. we're learning to have an enmeshed family with some healthy Like boundaries. meaning we're in each other's business and stuff? Yeah. And like, yeah, if something were to happen with you in your life, yeah. like, it would have a huge emotional effect on – me and interesting and a lot of other people so we're well yeah. that's such an older sister thing which well, i want to get into because okay. we'll talk about that in a minute okay taco's like what he breathes so loudly <laughs> well he's a little hot right now because we can't have the ac on <laughs> can you hear him i wonder i mean i hope so God okay bless. well if you hear panting it isn't me it's shade's dog <laughs> i actually have enough oxygen so. <laughs> He's had a rough week. Oh, he looks cute. I know. He's so cute. Okay. I'm going to break the ice with you because you are a tough nut to crack. Okay. Yeah, so we're tight. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to find out how different we are. Do you, first of all, do you think we're different? Speaking of enmeshed. Of yeah. Well, of course, it's not black and white. I yeah. think that, you know, we're different in some ways and similar in other ways. Yeah. We have the same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I'm not funny. That's also something that's I true. Am, I yeah. am funny. No one thinks I'm funny. <laughs> if um, I do say so myself. <laughs> but I do laugh at Jade. And I think I've made you laugh maybe We have a count. Or, we have a count. Like I think we're at like times. four or five. But we recall yeah. every one of them. And they're like, yeah, they're great moments. Really? I don't remember them. I know. I don't really remember them either. So we don't recall all of them. Oh. <laughs> I lie. <laughs> yeah. But we do have – It's a. it's not – Maybe a handful of times that I've made Jade laugh, but I laugh at her jokes. I'll try to remember them. I just, like, can't remember mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like at one point we could remember them. But now it's been enough time, so you've really come a long way. Or maybe I'm just more generous with my laughter. Oh, God, no. I still am not funny. I don't think I make you laugh. But you have a great sense of humor. Yeah, I laugh at you other You know what's jokes. funny. Maybe that's my sense of my – I think that people like – because I will laugh at your jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's great. yeah. Okay. First of all, mm-hmm. who's more sensitive? You. Me. Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, for yeah. sure. You're more sensitive. I think that also maybe you're maybe if I'm more sensitive, I keep it to myself. Whereas like you make it like no a problem. Oh my God. What do you mean? I make I'm what do you mean? I'm like I'm like vocal? people are afraid to like disappoint you and people oh, are afraid. Stop it right now. I Jessica, <laughs> Dylan and I talk about all the time how you are the hardest person to say no to. Oh, so people are afraid to disappoint me because I get really sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I but think I'm not super reactive, or no, am I? No, I think that like people think that not people, me. I sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, Shade's gonna think like Oh, like I'm gonna hurt her feelings. Yeah, no, like if you ask me to do something and I can't do it, like when you asked me to come by your house when you thought you were getting broken into. Yeah. I was like, if I don't do this, Jade's gonna be like, Jessica doesn't love me. She's gonna be, you know, oh, really gosh. upset. No, I don't feel like that. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. See, this is great for <laughs> therapy. No, I really don't feel like that. Okay. Definitely not. Yeah. Like, I definitely think in those situations, I freak out. That's like a new thing, too. Your high anxiety. In regard to this Panic. house being broken into. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the price I pay to live here, but yeah, it's like, yeah. I have high anxiety leaving the house because we, because the burglary alarm goes off. Like, I freak out. I know. Anyway. Okay, I win. More sensitive. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, you could say no if you don't agree. I don't really know. I mean, yeah. No, I agree with you. I love emotions. I love, like, yeah. I am sensitive for sure. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, what sign that is in me. Is that cancer? Maybe. It could be a lot of things. Could be. Yeah. yeah I, maybe no, you're more I, expressive. Maybe we're equally as sensitive and you're just more expressive. No, I, I'm going to wear that proud proudly. Mm. Okay. Who's more self-deprecating? Not me. Me. Yeah, me <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm not that self-deprecating. <laughs> me for sure. Uh-huh. Okay. Who's better at forgiveness? You. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm coming yeah. across really great on this. No, I was going to say that the sensitive thing. No, it has. You're super and tough, too. Like, like, you're also really resilient and really tough. No, but it's like if you catch me in the moment. Oh, also, we have the same voice. So, oh, my God, this is going to be confusing. I didn't even think of that. We have literally the exact same voice. Oh, my God. This is going to be such a problem. I'm Jade. I'm going to try Oh, to- my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What do I do? <laughs> I mean, I can't talk any different. This is all I have. Okay. I'll no, adopt don't, don't a go softer. Mom. Our mom, like, ha- like, has... I think a lot of people have um, radio voices. A radio... I yeah. don't. Like, if you're listening to this podcast, God bless you, because I so don't. So I'll adopt a radio voice. No, just be yourself. Okay. okay. If they get confused... Man, they're going to get confused. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did not even think of that. Okay. Okay. Who's nicer to strangers? Me. For sure. Yes. Yes. You're Me, really nice down. to strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am... Uh, you are kind to strangers. I'm not, it's not a different. nice, yeah. but I just... Jade... Okay, for example... Say, if, this is Jessica, by the <laughs> Okay, this is Jessica talking no, again. Well, I they like clarified when I said Jade, for example. Otherwise, I'd be talking to my about myself in the third person. So, Jade will say she puts on this like massive smile and talks like overly nice, like nicer to strangers than to oh please not nicer, just like more. You just said nicer. Anima- I am more animated. More animated. I'm warm. 
Yeah, you you I try it, to be welcoming. You put out an effort to be yeah, especially warm and welcoming yeah. to somebody who might be questioning that. And I think that's a really nice trait Thank because you. somebody who knows you obviously knows that you are those things. Yeah. But to a stranger, when they approach you and it's not they're unsure about okay, how's right. the water? Right. You're like this is warm water. You're welcome here. We're yes. we're taking you in. Whereas okay. I yeah. my affect is pretty flat. Like uh-huh. I approach people I know they're not gonna give you much in the same way yeah then I approach a stranger right yeah so it's the same but that might come across people who know me then they're like oh okay she's not that scary Mm -hmm. but if you don't know me then I might put off like that you know my the water I'm not letting you know how warm the water is right I need to work on that I can be more but like I feel like you're fine you have a lot of friends like I have a couple friends. You have a lot of friends. <laughs> like you've managed to like you get there. Well, but I you think... you have got like you used to when you used to meet people. Yeah, you used to literally look them no. up and down. I su- yes, I used to call you out all the time. No, I, no. Now okay. you do not do that. Okay. I think it was like really subconscious. It's not like you'd look someone up and down and then be like. Psh, I would look you up and down for sure when I'm, you walk. You into still a... <laughs> fucking look me up and down whenever I walk into a room. No, but you. Definitely used to be worse about that. I used well. It's it's obviously just when you're when you're kind of like awkward and shy. Yeah, it comes across. Or you're if you're unsure how other people are going to perceive you, then you're more likely to be like maybe a little bit more. Yeah. You know, you maybe go one in two directions. Maybe you're overly welcoming, or maybe you're overly like. Yeah, but I think you and shy. I are both more balanced. More balanced. More, more confident. Yeah, in <laughs> yeah. that as we age. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I've like gotten, a little colder. Like, Dylan will sometimes, because Dylan is so, when he meets people, he's so nice. But and he is like that to people he knows, too. Right. Yeah, he's right. the same. I, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't want to be, like, BFF right when I meet someone. I'm really warm, but I'm there's, like, a degree, mm-hmm. you know? I keep people at arm's length. You do. Yeah. By the way, if anyone's feeling like, if you approach somebody, coming from, like, Tell the, tell the people. The girl in the corner that looks like she has resting Jessica, bitch face. please. The girl in the corner. No, Let the me person, get my violin out. The, the girl, person who looks like she might have flower. resting bitch face. No, the one that's like not talking who's like, yeah, the girl that might be icy. She's probably just shy and insecure. And not even insecure, but just like yeah, in her head. But that's like goes for everyone and everything. There is, It's never about the issue itself. You know what I mean? There's always no. a backstory, always a trauma. People are working towards and through i mean i don't know what a drama but yeah, yeah i get shy in those situations so but if i'm around people like i know then i'm yeah more, then you're yeah more relaxed definitely okay who was more well behaved as a kid me you <laughs> i don't know are you crazy <laughs> was i not well behaved? i mean we were both like we're both really very, well behaved yeah. We, we were definitely very, yeah. were rule followers. For sure. Afraid of authority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, very much so. None of, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm more, like, rebellious of our parents. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, I think our, we're so far in one direction yeah. that, like, even Jade's rebellions are not it's rebellious, like, yeah. but maybe slightly more rebellious. Right. And I think that you just, like, do a really good job at standing up for yourself. Thank you. In, like, a really domineering family dynamic yeah. that... So I feel like I was maybe more passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to take a break, but we have to. We'll be right back. You definitely stand up for yourself. When do you think you like found your voice? I felt like I did not have my voice. And then I think I'm finding it 
in, I think that age wise, it came probably around like 26 or 27 years old. And 25 is when I started realizing like, there's maybe more to life than I think that I was just kind of like, being carried through life by a current, you know, that's how it felt like I passive, more passive. Yeah. And there is something called like an external locus of control that is a mindset, essentially. And it's sort of like a perspective on life that their other people or, or your environment is responsible for things that happen in your life or how you're feeling or things like that. And then somebody who maybe feels more empowered, maybe has a a little bit more of like an internal locus of control. Okay. And you're aware that, oh, okay, I actually have some sort of choice here because I have a little bit more insight into like how I'm feeling or why this is happening. So I I recognize my responsibility in my life and like, I yeah, more autonomous. And I felt more empowered as I got older. And as I became more, I realized like, whoa, all this stuff that is happening in your life, like might be partly your fault and also you have the opportunity to do what you want and like make the moves you want the changes you want and that helped you find your voice you feel yeah 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 I like that because it's like you have to get to know yourself to find your voice obviously you know yeah and I think that like that's even what let me know I didn't even I felt I felt when I look back on myself before 25 I mean I might just like be not giving myself any credit but I felt really stupid I mean, I think everyone does. Yeah. Well, looking back on that person, like you're supposed to. Like, I didn't even. Yeah. I mean, I love her. She's <laughs> she's in you somewhere. She's there. Yeah. yeah she's still me. But it, I felt like not grounded at all. I felt like like just being tossed around with the That's current. your 20s. I feel yeah. like, though, yeah, I mean, you know, it was definitely just like I felt like, whoa, life is crazy. Yeah. Throwing me in different directions and I had no control and I was just like along for the ride. But I think you're lucky to have had that experience in your twenties because you're going to feel out of control probably multiple times in your life, but it's good to get it out of your system early. Yeah. And I'm learning to sort of embrace not having control all the time. Yeah. I just kind of overcorrected and became like- Well, as a classic older sister, control is in your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. It comes with the job. Mm-hmm. And any control I put on you, I times a thousand with myself. So yeah, but it's you. It's like you always. I love when you speak in ways of of we should we should make sure to lock our cars because we picked up our family albums yesterday. Oh we picked gosh. up like all of our family photos, like from storage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's like, oh yeah, we should, we should make sure to lock our cars and we should take all the boxes in the house. And I'm like, oh, I know you're saying I should. And that is like something I do to protect you from disappointing yourself. (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) And it's not healthy. Like it's really not, but I really do that. I really do things where I'm like, like if you listen to me, I promise that you're going to be happy with yourself in like a week. I know. I know, but you never do. Anyway. No, I mean, I do it. Look around. I but then clearly I, I also, I'm learning also that you there, that I actually don't know all that. Maybe there's a lot that, that who am I to say that this will make you feel better or worse? Like, I just, no, I think you'll do that when I'm 94 and you're 98. I know I'm trying though. You know, I'm really trying to like back off a little bit. No, but it's okay. It used to be worse. Right. For, I mean, no, it's just, but it's like lighthearted. It's not like, it's just, it's just what an older sister does. I guess. 
I guess, you so. know, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Like, yes, you've like, in terms of seriousness, it's very lighthearted, mm-hmm. you know, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's, you do it to Dylan too, which is hilarious. Oh my God. I just adopted Dylan as a younger you, sibling. You like truly do like, I know. And I think I adopted Lindsay as a younger sibling too. <laughs> yeah. I really did. I mean, honestly, oh uh, gosh, I should have better manners. But no, it's the, I think they love it deep down. I mean, Dylan and Lindsay are my younger siblings, boyfriend and and fiance. Yes. The fiance being our brothers. Our brothers, fiance, fiance, and my sister's boyfriend, Jade's boyfriend. Yes, thank you. And yeah, I just adopted them as siblings, younger siblings. It's so funny. It's like, it is the craziest thing ever. We were talking yesterday and we were saying that some people in relationships, we had a a hypothesis. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That mostly most of the time like oldest and oldest will get together or older and older mm. and youngest or and y- only and older yeah mm-hmm. oh, okay only and older yeah 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 people that have like they're the boss but i'm gonna get like 40 dms being like <laughs> i'm with it it's like i it's yeah. probably false no but this is based off nothing based this off is based only off of people that we, we both know. know yeah that fit the that fit into this yeah. hypothesis yeah <laughs> excluding people that don't fit into our hypothesis exactly that we think everyone but yeah i mean that's the case with like our immediate family i suppose is like yeah i was talking to my boyfriend's younger siblings yeah and they were I, you know i was telling one of them that they were so similar to their girlfriend and i was like am i similar to my boyfriend and and they were like yeah you guys exude older sibling yes. energy yes times 10 you do like, it's so true. you guys really 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 do yeah yeah we're definitely really both do. older siblings. Oh like, my God. And yeah. it's, it's, I wonder if other people are such like in those two categories, like we are like, I am such a youngest mm-hmm. person. I know. <laughs> I wonder how they're different though. What yeah. makes us, what, what would you say if you're looking at like older siblings, what would you say? Well, I siblings? think like, honestly, that one time that I went to therapy with you, like it really opened my eyes. Like I one time sat in Jessica's therapy And it really like changed my life. Honest to God, it was like a real revelation because I was like, I realized that I am, I am like brazen and bold and like all those things because like you take care of the other stuff. I know. I told you that. Oh, you did? I mean, I do tell you that. I am aware of that. You were like, you need to just be like this, you know, wild (laughs) whatever and I'm like you're only that way because I yeah. hold it down like yeah. I I filled my role as a child so you were free to like be, be crazy that person yeah because I was like the you held down calm, the fort grounded yeah nice one not yeah. nice but just reliable yes. one yes yeah yeah Yes, it's true. It's it's really I sound fun. Yes, no, but you ha- you are very fun. That's not like you don't, you're not like sitting at home. I don't know if you always describe me as fun. I know you all, you have such a complex. Yeah, about that, I'm not fun or funny. You are fun and funny. Like you're a great time to be around. People okay. love you. So who's better at keeping secrets? You. Yeah, it's true. Even though Thank I should be. Thank you so much for owning I'm that. not good. Wow. I really, really feel, re- I feel redemption. You can say anything you want about me for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> that, make, that makes me feel good. Oh, you're good. You're really, I'll take I it really to the trust grave. you. Yeah, no, it's true. I am a little bit leaky. And, I have a leaky gut. And I, <laughs> I really, I mean, I definitely have a leaky gut, but I really, I really take the person's directions. Like, even if you're like, don't share this with Dylan. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. But like yeah. you and Dylan really like know everything at the same time about me personally. Yeah. 
You don't share other people's secrets. No. I would have to agree. I think you're a better secret keeper. Fuck. Yeah. Even Fuck. though like – You heard it here first. Yeah. No, I mean at work I don't share secrets. Of course. You're a therapist for Christ's sake. But in private life, like – Yes. It's hard. <laughs> in private – but like you just tell me. Yeah, I tell And then you. I'm a really good secret keeper. So and like, you're does, good and Manny's really good. Yeah, My so boyfriend's like also a no good one. secret keeper. It he doesn't tell people. Me and Manny are really good secret keepers. So that kind of cancels it out. It's like you told no one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, some people like tell their mom everything and, and they, they keep it. Keep it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our mom like is throws us to the wolves. She <laughs> she she uses our our story. She no, but the thing is, it wouldn't be so bad if she didn't get the stories so wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like she she creates crazy narratives that are not true. We love you, mom. Sorry. Yeah, I love you, mom. And then our dad just gets too excited about secrets and For, he's like, like surprises. That's more surprises like, yeah. and stuff. And he'll be like, "Don't tell anyone." I'm like, "You already told me this." Okay. Who's funnier? Me. Jade. Who's had more boyfriends? You. (laughs) I'm older, but also. But also I'm dry. I will sometimes catch myself saying like, oh my God, my high school boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Like like your only point of reference. It's like your one ex. Yeah. I know. It's so embarrassing. Like I literally say my ex sometimes and I'm like, can I even call them? It's like calling my preschool boyfriend an ex. Like I truly like, oh my God, my past relationship. Yeah. It's really, (laughs) it's, it's kind of humiliating, but it happens all the time. (laughs) Okay. So tell the people what you do. This is boring. No, it's not. You're a therapist. I'm a therapist. But okay, what like process are you in? It's a long process. I think a lot of people are not totally privy to the complexities of what it takes to be a different type. There are so many different types of therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be educational and informative Absolutely. for those who are imp- That's interested in being therapists. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You'll get so, your Instagram handle at the end. Maybe someone will DM you for advice. When I started seeing therapists, they were just under the umbrella term therapists. Like I really didn't know what degrees my therapists had. Or I like really the difference between a psychiatrist and a I had no idea. I didn't care. I, I kinda knew that psychiatrists were could prescribe medication and do prescribe medication often mm-hmm. and that like psychologists don't. Right. Um but I didn't know the difference between psychologists and therapists or psychotherapists and psychologists and I definitely had no idea what an uh, LPCC was or an LMFT or you know LCSW so those might all sound like gibberish and ultimately if you have any of the above and you're they're getting you good therapy it's fantastic therapy is such a personal thing so you are a therapist you're training to become I am training to become something that's called a licensed marriage and family therapist. Okay. And that's an LMFT. And I initially embarked on this journey thinking, oh, I want to be a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of experiences. um, And in order to be a psychologist, you have to go to an accredited university. Okay. And typically it's like a five-year program. Right. And it's a doctorate in clinical psychology. Mm -hmm. And- it is obviously very extensive and it serves its purpose. Right. Yeah. That's the degree that you need to be a psycho- psychologist. Okay. But that's not the degree you're doing. No. So tell us what you're doing. So I initially embarked on this journey thinking like, oh, okay, I'll be a psychiatrist mm-hmm. or a psychologist. Um, and I think that I, I think a lot of psychiatrists in, um, are, are, there are several psychiatrists who are also psychologists. Mm-hmm. Um, who have a 
PhD mm -hmm. and an MD, mm -hmm. or they have an MD and maybe like a master's at least about, okay. you know, being a therapist, which yeah. is how they're able to really be like really good therapists. Right. Because typically psychiatry is more like focused on medical like intervention. Yeah, yeah. Medical and like psychopharmacology, the right. interactions and the body and things yep. like that. There are plenty of psychiatrists who are also really, really good therapists. And for me, I, I came in and, you know, my goal was to be a therapist, you know, mm -hmm. my goal was to just talk to people and I really wanted that life. And I, I worked for doctors. I worked at, um, for neurologists and psychiatrists mm -hmm. and, um, they all had the same advice, which was for what I wanted and what I wanted to do. My better option was to get a master's degree mm -hmm. that allowed me to have a clinical license. So that's what I am finishing right now is my second master's. Mm -hmm. And then you're in class for that. I'm in class. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I stop class next week, but okay. I'm in class for that. Yes. Yeah. But so, so that'll be technically my second master's, but just my first clinical master's. Right. I suppose is what it's called. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So you can be a bunch of different kinds of therapists. Sure. If you want to get your doctorate, you can get your doctorate in like yeah. pretty much anything. Yeah. I mean, there's a doctor degree for everyone yeah. out there. Just depends how you want to use it. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you were, you need a certain amount of hours. Yeah. Yeah. So tell the people what you were just, do you like how I keep saying tell the people what you were just doing? Let's talk about your pivot because yeah. I think Maybe that's we'll a broader. Those are just boring logistics. No, let's, yeah. I want to get into you personally. Okay. So let's talk about your pivot. Cause I think that's important to talk yeah, about. Yeah. So you're an extremely creative person. Like you, Thanks. you are, <laughs> you've always had your hand in a creative pot of sorts, but so you, like before in your twenties, you kind of thought you were going to take like a film job, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you were going to like be a yeah. director, like you tried, yeah. you made a movie, you know, like yeah. you did all those things. When did you decide mm -hmm. to be a therapist? Like what age was that? 27, 28? 27. So Saturn I, return. Mm -hmm. My major in college was art. Yeah. Like I loved art. It was like the only classes I really enjoyed and stuff mm -hmm. in high school. And like I used to sneak out of my math class to go do the stained glass class mm -hmm. and I, I just enjoyed it. And, and then I graduated and, you know, what are you going to do? And I worked for photographers here and there. And for some reason though, I didn't feel like the big push of motivation. I just didn't feel like I really had any could gain traction for some reason. It seemed like it wasn't sticking, if that makes any sense. And I just felt like I'm not really growing at the rate that I want to be. And I think that I chose film and photography in that kind of field because I think that it was the community that we grew up in. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, when you're in an area where your neighbors all have similar jobs and that could be anything, but here it's, that's the field. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yep. LA, you know? And so that was just what everybody did. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I guess this is, where I live and yeah. I'm going to, you know, do what everyone else does. Yeah. And it's so funny because I really didn't know anybody who yeah. was a therapist. I didn't know anybody who was in this field at all. Mm -hmm. And I think when I was 20, when I, when I was like 25, 26, I was kind of just questioning, you know, what is life about? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? What's going, you know? And then as a woman, I, I didn't really know that I deserved or that I could be really successful and that's so funny interesting to say, but yeah but like I just I like never have had that feeling I didn't I just thought that like I was gonna find a guy and just wow yeah I, I didn't did. know you thought I know. felt that it's kind of crazy but yeah. I did I was just sort of like you're gonna 
find a guy and you're going to just help them. Wow. That's so interesting. I I never knew you felt that way. I thought that. Wow. I think I I thought that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I think a lot of people think that by the way. Yeah. And, and then I think I had several realizations over, you know, some time that, wait a second, all those things that you are looking for somebody to be for you, Mm -hmm. you could be for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Like I could be whatever super successful. I could be, you know, all of these things that like, you know, you hope and to give credit to my current boyfriend, who was also my boyfriend then. Yeah. He is like very career driven and very focused and at his job. And every time I would try and like be supportive with him mm-hmm. he w- did not like it yeah he's like he focus was, on you he was like I need you to have your own thing going true on. and he was like really I mean <laughs> some soft ways <laughs> yeah. and some not so soft ways he was like get your own yeah thing happening yeah. like get, get a life yeah and that's not everyone but no that but that story dynamic. is not exclusive to you mm-hmm. guys you, yeah. you know what I mean that happens a lot and it's it's and a great some, because it's some people you know if you have somebody who is really career focused some people like to have somebody who is supportive to them yeah. that's incredible but yeah. just in my personal relationship yeah. and also my mindset like it was our healthiest option to mm-hmm. for me to also like pursue something of my definitely own. And so that's what worked for us. Yeah. And I think everyone has, you know, their own journey, obviously, and different strokes for different folks. But for, yeah. for our dynamic and for me, it was the best possible thing. And it was a gift because it's really easy for me to, like, give myself to other people uh-huh. and to just sacrifice, to just, like, become, to get lost, to just in dissolve sauce. into yeah. my relationships. Like, I it's almost like I just can do it really easily. So it's like a daily practice for me to just completely try and be like an individual and to like have my For sure, for sure. Um, And the, for some reason the stars aligned and I applied to a master's program and everything just like all the lights turned on and I felt like self-actualized and I felt like I was home and I felt like I could do this forever. Mm -hmm. Like you felt like you found something that was like true to you and that, like turned your engine on so to speak oh yeah it was well before that it was just my whole hobby yeah I became it just became like more than a hobby right Mm -hmm. and it was like your idea it was different than what other people were doing yeah but I remember like you kind of felt insecure about starting and that's like I think so funny because now you probably look back and you're like yeah you're (laughs) like I was so fucking young but I felt that way too it's like you know you always feel like you're too old to start something new I think you really defied that fear. And I know it's funny looking back on it. I really wasn't old at all. I was quite young. Yeah. And I think 27 years old is like extremely young to Thank start. So much for on. saying so. You could, I mean, please. But it is, it is young. Like, yeah. you know, and, but at the time I think that it was also growing up in LA, mm-hmm. this is the type of place where people's careers take off really young. Mm-hmm. In entertainment, people often have like, a lot of success really young mm-hmm. so that maybe skewed my expectations mm-hmm. a little bit and made me feel like old yeah <laughs> but in reality it wasn't I wasn't old at all what's your advice to someone who's like pivoting careers right now and is starting over in a field that they haven't been in before like what would mm-hmm. you tell that version of yourself I think just like 
stop thinking about what other people are thinking about you. Like no one is thinking about you. No one's thinking about you. And um, everyone's thinking about themselves. Yes. And the proof is in the pudding if you are concerned with that. And I think that that's also something I've learned is like really putting one foot in front of the other and Mm -hmm. making these small you do see you some days like you look behind you and you're like, whoa, I did something. Yeah. And what do you um, mean? Just like, even though it might seem like, oh, this is going to take me a really long time or, oh, I'm already so old or any of that kind of stuff. This is also something that I thought because I was like this schooling, Mm -hmm. being in school for this long is kind of arduous. It's arduous, but also it's like, you're a student. Like you're writing papers. Yeah, yeah. Like you're still doing homework and it's kind of gnarly. Yeah. But I always would tell myself like, okay, the time's going to pass anyway. Mm-hmm. You might as well be like doing something that first of all, that you like doing. For sure. Second of all, you know, you're going to accomplish something. And yeah. You can just continue to do something. Yeah. So I would just put one foot in front of the other yeah. and, and just be like, have faith that. Stop looking at like the big picture. You know, yeah, I'm like, like, oh, I'm going to be at just take X the first step old when I do yes. this or I'm not going to I'm not this isn't going to happen until I'm this year's old. Right. But like, what are the alternatives? Yes. You're going to be this year's old, hopefully. If yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, you might as well have had some, you know, then at that point, you'll have five years into your right or something. Right. And then you'll you will be older than you are now. You know what I mean? Like you, you're the youngest you will ever be right now. So it's like, just get started. If you feel like you're too old to start something new or whatever, like you have, you can't pay attention to well, those kinds like, of logically. What are the, what's the alternative? Right. Unless I understand if you have like a lot of success in something that you're already doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Right. So it's not like I was like leaving like a right. huge job right. at this huge company. Mm-hmm. I really had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I understand if you're like, oh, I've already made so much. Uh, yeah. But I think that's good advice. In this area. That's a different, th- different approach. Because I understand that. But yeah. for me, I was like, look, you're going to end up being 30 at some point in your life. Yeah. You might as well. And like, I really hate talking about career stuff on this podcast, but I really think it's like important to say there's something to be said about like the people that you meet along the way. Those like, you know what I mean? You're never anywhere by accident. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even like when I was working for a media company, like I made amazing friends and contacts, like graphic designers that I still talk to and use or like videographers that are my friends or whatever. There's a through lines in through through everything. Yeah. And I feel like just being out there and an object in motion stays in motion yes. and it just is is helpful to just continue to just put one foot in front of the other. Definitely. Even though sometimes it feels really hard. Definitely. So what kind of stuff contributes to your spirals at night? I have anxiety at night. Yeah. I have sundown anxiety. Me too. Mm-hmm. That's when my anxiety comes. Yeah. I have 6 p.m. Yeah. anxiety. Yeah. About what mostly? Like just generally about mm. For me, it's like I recount like my past. I think like, oh, this person must be mad at me because I, you know, I I wasn't a good enough friend to them. I like, it's all self. It's very narcissistic. Yeah. What's yours like? No, it's about my future. Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. So yours is about yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. Some people's are like. I used to have like death anxiety. Yeah. And just thinking, and it would, I'd really spiral then. Thinking about dying, thinking about the fact that we all are going to die Mm -hmm. just crazy stuff (laughs) like that uh i think we need to lighten up this podcast but yeah yeah, no i used to think about dying all the time and um and you think about dying less now yeah less less frequently and i was actually like 
Oh my god! If there was ever like weed come thrown to the, into the yeah. equation, it's like major. But is that that's not about yourself? That's about like dying, dying. Yeah. Di- oh, times. You're 10. not a great drug taker in general. No, I'm not super good at it. But that was amplifying my death stuff. Yeah, but now you kind of know your limits, and you. Yeah, now I yeah. can I can dabble here and there. But the normal anxiety now it's it's less so about like we're all gonna die mm-hmm. and. What a scary thought. Mm -hmm. For some reason, yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, it just subsided a little bit. Yeah. Maybe because age or something. Or maybe because, yeah. Your problems got bigger, your personal problems. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot to figure out. I think that I just need to always remember that. No, I think it's, we have anxiety and it's like, yeah, anxiety. I don't have to figure everything out right now. No. Life will just happen anyway. So might as well just like not freak out. But it fucking sucks those spirals at night. It's like, ugh, it just, it's the worst feeling when you know you're in one and you can't get out of it. I think like my fantasy night would be more ritualistic. Yeah. I think that like also working from home doesn't help because- There's no separation. Yeah. And so it's, it's nice to- have a ritual like yeah. a come well especially ritual. for you when you're absorbing I mean like even for me yeah, when I yeah. interview people but like you absorb people's energy for a profession really yeah I think we all do and I think that like when you're in work mode you're kind of in like this like certain mode and yeah. then you have to just kind of like abruptly shift into like relaxing like you're yang and yeah. then you're yin and you yeah. have to be like all yin and relaxed yeah. and you're not and oh. it seems how do you unwind? And a lot of people unwind. Wine, wine or, weed. or weed. Yeah. Yeah. And how can, what's a maybe what are your more, options? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not whatever gets you through the night yeah. is all right. Yeah. It's all right. But like, you know, sometimes they just amplify certain things. At For least sure. With me and weed, it definitely just like made me feel more anxious. For so sure. Taking note of those things and maybe a ritual of sorts. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Bath. A bath. You yeah. have a great bath, don't you? I don't have a bathtub. Yeah, I, want a bathtub. I think all baths are great baths. Yeah, it's true. What are you working on as far as like yourself these days? I'm working on my fears. Yeah, good. My fears, yeah. Just like exposing yourself to your fears. I think I'm like at the point where I'm boiling down a lot of my anxieties yeah. to like one fear. Yeah. Like we all have like one of maybe five it's true. fears, like yes. childhood fears. Yeah. You know, fear I'm not good enough. Right. Fear abandonment. of abandonment. Yeah. Abandonment. And, and it just abandonment. Mani- yeah. my <laughs> it just manifests itself in all different I ways. I like, think I feel, I feel like those primal fears are like your starter Pokemon. Yeah. And you know, like I like that. Yeah. You have I remember like in the first Pokemon there was Squirtle, Charmander, or no, Squirtle is the turtle. No, Squirtle. Yeah, Squirtle's the turtle, but there was like another tur- tortoise looking one. Oh. That was Bulbasaur. But mm. I don't remember what the first thing is. Anyway. Me neither. Whatever. Oh, like the hermit E, not yeah, turtle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't really yeah. remember either. Um, the third one. I don't know. Okay. It'll be in the show notes. The friend. starter Pokemon. And I feel like we all have these like starter primal fears. Yeah. That's one really of, one interesting. Of, one of like five. And uh, mine is definitely abandonment. I like and that. what's interesting is that. I like that. I said. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Great. It's <laughs> good for you. <laughs> and yeah, I'm always afraid that like, I'm just, everyone's going to 
Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have, a yes. lot of fucking people have yeah, that. Yeah. And that's my fear. But what's interesting is I'm also learning right now that like, not all your fears are rational, rational, and not all of them are of this lifetime. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. It's, it's possible true. that no, you've inherited true. some of those fears. It's true. If you think about it. That's definitely true. We were eggs. Half of your DNA existed in your grandmother's womb your maternal grandmother yeah so so you're carried you know she was pregnant with your mom our grandma smoked like a chimney throughout my mom's pregnancy so that's wonderful <laughs> that's great our grandmother yeah was pregnant with our mother and as our mother was full term she had all her eggs yeah in there that she and, will ever have in her lifetime yeah, so that includes us so we're totally connected and so some of my fears might not even be from my life. It might be your childhood. mom's or your grandma's. Yeah, it's true. Or it's my, so my dad's true. or his, you know, his mother's yeah. or whatever. You know, it's just sort of like we're still figuring all of that out yeah. in terms of like ideas about epigenetics yeah. and inherited trauma. But yeah. the, I, from what I've known, like it's very real. Yeah. Okay. This I think you'll have good advice about. Mm. What's your breakup advice? Oh my God. I have like a list of what to do during a breakup. Stop. <laughs> Share it with the group. I wrote it a long time ago. Well, fuck me up. That's just fantastic, um, isn't it? Okay. How to survive a heartbreak. Okay. Number one, cry. Yeah. Let yourself cry. Mm-hmm. Let the tears come. There's something scientific also behind <laughs> crying. It like makes you feel yeah. better. Yeah. I think that a lot of emotions live in our bodies. Yeah. They, I've heard like when it comes up, it's coming up to leave mm -hmm. and to pass through you. Mm -hmm. So when the emotion comes up, just feel it. Yep. Number two, music. Yeah. Oh man. There's something also really cathartic about like singing a really gnarly breakup song in your car or in your shower or wherever your singing spot is where you can do it. And if you're having trouble crying, maybe that'll help get you to do it. Yes, exactly. Songs make me cry. Songs, if you're having trouble, you know, bringing that up or mm -hmm. having some clarity about the emotion. The Purging that emotion. Help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number three, food. Mm -hmm. So this was, food is interesting because on one hand, people have different ways of coping. Relationships people, to food. Yeah. Some people, if they're stressed or sad, eat more. And some people, when they're stressed or sad, don't I eat less. Yeah. Eat as, as much as they want mm -hmm. to. You know, for me, eating was, you know, during sadness, it was difficult for me to eat. And when I could eat, it wasn't healthy food. Yeah. So that was something that was important was I just like to focus on adding things into your Nourishing life. Nourishing yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and even if you do have like something unhealthy, mm -hmm. instead of trying to restrict yourself in mm -hmm. any way, just like- Even it up. Add it. Add yeah. something healthy into right. it. You know, like, like if that. you have a cookie, not that a cookie is even unhealthy. It's like, oh my God, if you have, unhealthy. Yeah, if you have 15, <laughs> yeah, 20, 40 cookies, yeah. have like something yeah. nutritious. Something also. green. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. Okay. Number four was work on your self worth and ways that I did that mm -hmm. were your friends mm -hmm. and let them tell you how great you yeah. are and how. And try to listen to them yeah. because you might not be feeling so great. Yes. Um, and also I so wrote cute. performing esteemable acts. Yes. So uh, doing little things that you're proud of. Yeah. Okay. Even um, taking a shower if that's yes. what you're proud of that yeah. day. Yeah. Watering your plant. Yeah. Um, Feeding your dog. Like mm -hmm. Exercise. Mm. Ugh, and I hate exercise. I know. We're really um, bad at it. 
take it easy. Yeah. Is what I wrote. Take it easy in terms of exercise. Getting out of the just house. movement. It doesn't have to be like a workout class. It's gonna be walking I mean, around the block. Mine was even less. Mine was just getting out of the house and putting on clean clothes. Is yeah. The main okay. Goal. I like that as exercise. Yeah. And I would add here affirmations. Yeah. Because I think that like, if you can just even when you're feeling horrible, just be like, you are exactly where you need yeah. to be. What I do, I'm going to add a little, I'm going to add a little something. Mm-hmm. What I do when I'm feeling really good and I notice like, whoa, I'm in a really good mood today. I write the affirmations then that then I use when I'm feeling like yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have like a little folder that I have saved. Yeah. That's but nice. yeah, that's just for like depression and like, if you're looking for affirmations, oh, okay. yeah, you can find, I, I mean, more affirmations ones. of like things that I like about myself, mm. or, you know, oh, rather okay. than you're saying more like affirmations. Yes. I yeah. understand. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, also that. Okay. My, my affirmations are a little bit more like if you just keep saying like I am something peace. is the truth, yeah. it will happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Number six is rebound. And I said, I do not think this is the best idea. So I wouldn't say. Why is that on your list? Well, it's just a topic. Oh. Yeah. This one I don't really know. I'm going to skip that one because I don't really know what I meant by that one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Number eight is friends. I skipped number seven. You said friends. No, I said self-esteem and use your friends. Oh, okay. Number eight is just friends. By the way, I haven't read this list in like six years. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay. People have all. Oh, this is right. People have been through this. I've been through breakups where I literally couldn't, I thought I wasn't going to survive. Yeah. I would wake up and text my friends who I know had been through a hard breakup and be like, will I be okay? Yeah. You need friends that have gone through it before. when, is this normal? Yeah. Like I wake up sobbing every morning. I am miserable. Yeah. Am I going to survive? Yeah. It feels like it's almost physical how And it's what's interesting is like your friends, I found my friends loved to talk to me about their breakups yeah and um it was helpful for me to listen it's a, to it's their kind s- of like a universal yeah feeling yeah it was like it was helpful for me to hear from them mm-hmm. that you were gonna be okay that I was gonna be okay yeah that, like they were in a dark place too yeah like, this is hard yes loneliness I don't really have many notes on this, but uh. (laughs) like, don't be lonely. But it's hard. Like, that's a really hard thing when you go from being like, you know, when you have like an empty bed. Oh, yeah. And there's good and bad, you know, and like, like get a dog, like to fill that Well, that also happened during one of my breakups. But um, no, I mean, that's just part of it. I haven't quite figured that one out. But also there's pluses like doing whatever you want, whenever you want you know, and, and, and yeah. getting to watch whatever TV you oh, want to watch like or whatever that. movies okay. you want to watch. Yeah. It's like really indulge in the things, all the things that you couldn't do yeah, yeah. when you had a significant other. I like that. Okay. Yeah, so, I like so, it. you know, they're like something extra about hard that. on, if they didn't like cheese, go extra hard on the pizza, cheese, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That was okay. something that I felt. And I cool. don't know how I feel about that today, but I feel good about that today. Okay. Okay. So this is the rest are sort of up in the air. Give me one more. Okay. What's your advice for social media? Mute them. Mute them. Mute their friends. Yeah. Maybe get off social media. Yeah. Like try if you can. Yeah. Competition. Who's going to win this breakup? Mm-hmm. That's hard. Oh, that's so real. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Because you're also like. Who's going to end up with the next boyfriend or girlfriend yeah, first? Yeah. Or boyfriend and boyfriend first. I don't know. That's Whoever. tough. That one's so hard. That's I don't so know. Tough. That's like therapy. Go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, literally, why isn't that on your list? 
<laughs> Therapy is yet. not on the list. <laughs> that was after. Okay, that's a wonderful list. Thank you for sharing that <laughs> list. Okay, we got to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, I want to talk about confidence really quickly. And then I think we're almost out of time. Does confidence come easily to you, do you think? I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's like black and white even. No. Yeah. But I would say that like- I think when I'm in my zone, I feel confident. When I'm doing something, I feel confident and I feel confident. Mm -hmm. But obviously, if there's something that I'm not confident in doing. Mm -hmm. But I I think as I get older, I get more confident, generally speaking, and, and more confident in my, it's okay to fail. Totally. So I'm confident in the fact that like, You'll be okay. No I'll matter be okay. what. Yeah. Even if I. That is the ultimate confidence. Yeah. That is the ultimate confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people can definitely relate with moms and that's sort of how you get your body image, whether that is your mom directly telling you something or you seeing how your mom treats her body yeah. and how she feels about her body. Yeah. And but you always had a good well, like, relationship Well, I think our mom did a great job at never – uh, really making an effort to not comment on yeah. our personal bodies, yeah. but she was sometimes hard on herself. Mm-hmm. And even though that was a huge thing that she was able to accomplish and yeah. like trying to not push that on us, but yeah. just watching, you know, you model your parents and you, yeah, you, cause like there's so many things subconsciously yeah. that you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I've heard you say that before. And I, I think that I actually don't have like a really great body image all the time. Yeah, no one does. But I think that like I always, I had this like universal, whenever it was you, Mm -hmm. I was like, I just saw it in myself and I knew I was kind of, you know, the way I thought about my own body wasn't real or was sort of not totally healthy. So whenever it was with you, I was always like, because I'm so critical. And I just wanted to always be like, yeah, like stop. (laughs) Was that helpful or was that just no, for sure? No, that's so helpful. Really? Completely. Because I would be like, you know, I wouldn't even let her have it. Because, yeah, because sisters can be harsh. And like, I think it's sometimes like that's what you need. Like, even with me now, like, I have to be harsh with myself. Like, I have to be like, stop. Like, don't. Like, I don't let myself go there. Like, cut. Don't, like, there's no need to reason with it. There's no reason to be like, it's okay to feel that way, to feel... Like, it's like, no, stop, move on. Next thought. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of be harsh about stopping that yes. negative self-talk, like, mm-hmm. cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely harsh with you. And I was just sort of like, anytime I felt you going there. Yeah. And I could tell that, like, you definitely had maybe, like a more critical view for of sure your own you know of everything yeah of just yourself yeah and I think that like I was just you know wanted to do everything to counteract all yeah. of what society is telling all of us yeah and all of these messages we get and just being like that's not true that's yeah. not real yes don't you, be don't be lame and listen to that yes. or something yes you know? no it's true but it's it's interesting because I have such a different relationship with my body now like mm. especially I've only done it for two weeks, but even like starting yoga again, Mm -hmm. like I just feel connected to my body. And like Mm -hmm. we were talking about before, kind of like the yin and yang. I feel like I spend so much time in the masculine and like the yang Mm -hmm. and really feeling like I'm in my skin and in my body again Mm -hmm. has been refreshing. Yeah. It's like working out for me is no longer about the way I look really. Yeah. 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 Me neither. It's more, it's way more about like connecting and my depression and anxiety like you know like helping my mental body. health and yeah connecting yeah. my body totally an or, inestimable act like to me a promise I keep to myself 
That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at working out. I don't no, work out. We're, I mean, we are notoriously bad at it. I don't really get attached to myself at any weight because yeah. within, you know, months, like it totally goes up and down yeah. always. And sometimes I'm hungrier than other times. Sometimes I want to eat more than I do at other mm-hmm. times. But I'm just trying to like be okay with that. And just, yeah. know that, you know, sometimes I will feel bigger and sometimes I will feel smaller and yeah. it really, feels really random. It's probably not that random, but no one is exempt from feeling like that. But like yeah. lately for me, what I've started thinking about is like, I start to take my mood into factor, mm-hmm. like, which I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Like I started to Maybe be like mood over mood over, over what I think I look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, like, okay. I might be PMSing and yeah. be like not only bloated, but like also be like particularly self-critical yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. So like, I'm going to take a beat and like come back to this tomorrow. And mm-hmm. if then also tomorrow, or even like for a week, I feel like that yeah. I'll, I'll be like, like, okay, I need to like move my body and like, you know, figure mm-hmm, it out, mm-hmm. but it's have faith in yeah, your body. Yeah. It's like, but it, it definitely changes. And I think making room for those changes. Yeah. Important, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and not getting too attached to one specific yeah. size or. Yeah. Where do we want to go? You have multiple questions. I have all kinds of things. Oh, cool. Well, let's have some fun. This okay. Is <laughs> what kind of fun do you want to have? Okay, I'm learning to have fun. Yes, I'm learning. <laughs> so I, tell I, us, Miss Fun. Okay, so I used to have fun when I was like in my late teens and early twenties. Yeah, and before then, I was down to have fun. That was I was good at it. Yeah, I got really bad at having fun. Yeah, I thought that I needed to become really serious. This to is your like version of fun. Wrangle my life in. Oh, I thought you just meant in general. Oh, okay. Yes, go tell us. <laughs> I literally am saying, what kind of fun do I want to have? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant that as its own standalone question. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Back to where I was when I misinterpreted your question. I used to be really good at having fun. Mm -hmm. I could let my hair down. All Mm -hmm. I cared about was like, who's going to be at this party? I mean, I didn't party super hard, but like that was my concern. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this weekend. You were a child. Yes. Yeah. So I was a teenager and in my early twenties and, and I was down to have fun. I was down to like really laugh. Like I would laugh really, really hard Mm -hmm. and like just let go. And then as I got older and I got more responsibilities and I got like, you know, I kind of got hit in the face with like, your life is yours is up to you to create Mm -hmm. and your life is yours for the you know, making, yeah, it's time to take this, mm-hmm. take the wheel. Time to take the stage. Time to it's take time the, the your spotlight. No, the okay. wheel. Yeah. Yeah. That I like, okay. Whoa. Holy shit. I actually have to do this myself. I have to yeah. drive this car. And then I decided no more fun. Mm-hmm. I decided I was, had to be really, really serious. I decided that like you overcompensated fun was out of control and fun was like dangerous, dangerous. And then I stopped having that much fun. That's interesting. But yeah. I think a lot of people, I think that's a normal maybe trajectory mm. to have. Yeah. Because it's like everyone looks back at when, like you had no responsibilities. Like you had nothing to think no, about. I was really like, lucky. But no, everyone. I mean, no, I mean, not, not everyone. everyone. Yeah. No, yeah. we were really lucky in the Definitely. way that we were brought up in the fact that like we had two parents that were, you know, obviously like not perfect, but yeah. they were we were taken care of totally and um we were able to be kids yeah and for the most part you know and and I think that like that then as an adult you know I realize okay like 
I have a job to do now. But I think that brings it brings up a bigger issue, which I like to think about in my alone time often. Mm-hmm. It's like fantasizing about your past self. You know, well, it's almost I like don't destination. Have that kind of fun because I wouldn't want to go back there. I appreciate right. that. Like, but I'm not trying to get back to that. Yeah. But like yeah. when I was really going through like a dark time and a hard time, I would be like, look at like old pictures of myself and be like, oh my God, look how like hard I laughed. Look how you like still, you just did that to me yesterday. No, I, I said, look how cute I was. No, you were like, I was a happy kid. Yeah. Look like I feel happy like a happy an adult. Okay. No, that wasn't like, uh, okay. no, I didn't mean it that way. I really didn't. Okay. But really, I think like I really used to have a lot more. No, now I'm like, I definitely want to be exactly where I am right now. You know, but like when you're in a shitty place, you're kind of like, you want to be anywhere but there. Yes. So it's like, I always was, I was like, oh my God, I wish I like could go back to college and like be, do that again. And I think it's like a different form of like destination fantasy you know, or like, yeah. And it's interesting. Cause it's, you can't do that, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that yeah. place is not a real place. Yeah. But I, yeah. I still do say that you used to say that you would go back to high school if you could. I never say I that. I swear to I God. I can't believe you're saying that on your podcast. <laughs> that is so fucked up. I swear. Okay, I, you don't believe it now, so set the record straight. But I swear, I at some that. point, I never. You had a good time in high school. I had some good times yeah. and some horrendous times. You just weren't as like. I feel like you like had a good head on your shoulders in high school. No, mm. and oh, I was gnarly. I'm sorry. I'm so no, sorry. I felt- Let the record show that it, I was incorrect. I no, that's not how I feel at all. Okay, but I definitely felt like more maybe free mm-hmm. but definitely like just more ignorant yeah just like not the same person you are today not at all I don't think you should be the same person you were in yeah. high school yeah unless yeah. you're perfect in some way I mean I don't know I guess sometimes people change sometimes yeah. <laughs> people... Me. oh yeah I don't know I think you're actually you never change you're always I I I think that now my goal moving forward is to have more fun Okay. Yeah. I want to be able to have fun. I'm not there. Yeah. I'm not really able to do that yet, but I want to be. I mean, the opportunity hasn't really arisen, arose, arise. Uh, Yeah. It doesn't really lend lend itself to. No. No. And also like, yeah, I mean, once, you know, once we're able to maybe go have fun, I can be down, but I'm not that good at having fun. Okay. What's the most off-brand thing about you? Mm. (laughs) Okay. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Off-brand. Yeah. We mean like you have this persona that yeah, you in your head, in your yes. ego that you believe people yeah. think that you are, even though nobody sees you as that probably. Yeah. And is there something that you currently do or something that you would do? What's the currently do currently do? Okay. Yeah. Something you currently do a behavior that uh-huh. according to your ego brand uh-huh. is off brand. Yes. Thank you for clarifying my question. Okay. Yes. I have something that's okay. <laughs> God damn it. Tell us, spit it out. I don't know why this is off brand. I have a couple of things that are off brand. Yeah. Oh my God. But they're just like guilty pleasures. Like I feel yeah. really genuinely guilty about them. Oh, come. Okay. I know what they are. I know. I feel very. I'll say them for you. Torn up. One is Diet Coke. Yes. An occasional Diet Coke. Yeah. <gasps> no, it's it's gotten more frequent. I so God fuck. <laughs> you literally don't have any other vices. So like, let's keep all of these. Okay. No, for real though. Like. Okay. It. It, I, I love Diet Coke I so much. I was at lunch with, with my boyfriend and his, like, brother. Yeah. And 
I was like, Manny, get me a cup. He's like, why? I'm like, because I need to put my Diet Coke in a mug that nobody can tell. I'm You're insane. <laughs> You're fucking insane. That is like the weirdest but thing like, in the world. I drink Diet Coke and I don't like other people that drink Diet Coke. What do you mean? I think it's a disgusting habit. Okay, it definitely is like not our best habit, but it's like, I really judge other people that do it. Okay, but no, it's uh, Jesus Christ. I I love, I mean, rate your Diet Cokes. Gilbert's obviously number one. No, like fountain, oh. bottle, can. <laughs> like people don't know fucking Gilbert. I mean, like if you live in LA, go, live to, Gilbert's. In LA, go to Gilbert's. It's the best. Yeah, number one. So they do have the best Diet and Coke And the ever. best Sprite. Oh my God. And taquitos. Okay. Okay, go to Gilbert's on Pico in Santa Monica if you're yes. in LA to get the best Diet Coke. Yes. And uh, number two is... No. Okay, <laughs> number one is Fountain, obviously. Yeah, good fountain. A good fountain, like yeah. high fructose yeah. fountain. I feel like there are people that have ranked these before. Number two is... God, it's such a drop-off after number one. I know. You know what I mean? It's a bit... It is a totally You know what? Thing. Number two, I like Coca Light, like a European or, or That Mexican is not a kind. I mean, it is a kind, but I... I can then can is your no like just not i feel like other countries i don't know something about whatever you they're using it yeah. is is better. It's better yeah Catherine's with you yeah okay like a coca light a coca light yeah. sure okay <laughs> okay third after coca light is uh... not following the rules of my game but it's fine third third a mini can. Um, no, no. I knew you were going to fucking say that. Like that you find in Europe. No, no, no. I feel like they have mini cans They here. do. No. I mean, yeah, they have mini, but in Europe, they have mini, mini. But okay. Okay. Whatever. You- okay. Fine. Fountain. Yeah. Bottle. Glass bottle. Oh, they don't have glass bottle. Diet Coke. Yes, they do. I've never had that. Okay. Fountain. Bottle. Uh-huh. Can. Uh-huh. What's after that? DIY. Yeah, no, I don't know. Soda stream. I don't know. I don't know what the <laughs> last one is. Yeah, I don't know what the last one is. Yeah, I mean, okay. What's the I, I ask my guests this sometimes, so I'm gonna ask you. What's the grossest or most embarrassing thing you do when you're home alone? <laughs> also, wait to out you first. Who so the hell answered this question? Everyone. <laughs> everyone. But no, I mean everyone is like so not telling the truth. Not telling the truth. Obviously not. No one tells no, I'm saying other people are not telling the truth when they answer this question. I know. Which so I'm like, it? why? Okay. What would you say? I would say picking my ingrown hairs or something. <laughs> or is that bad to say? Or I mean, God, like I don't luckily, fortunately, I go to a great waxer now. I don't get them as often. But like that would be a really gross thing that I wouldn't do in front of my boyfriend, probably. Uh or pick my face. Is that a gross thing? No, that's not gross. Or embarrassing. Like some people do like cute, embarrassing things. I'm not like a cute, embarrassing kind of girl though. I'm, I'm not answering that question. Yeah, you suck. You don't get to answer Otherwise that. I would do it in public. Yeah, that's uh, true. You just don't want Manny to No, know. we all are entitled to our, I was, okay, something's interesting. Secrecy versus privacy. We're all entire, entitled to privacy. Yes. But a secret. Yeah. Same, same shame thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's off topic anyway. But uh <laughs> That was something I was thinking about. I normally, I have opinions about other people's podcasts, obviously. Okay. Yeah. And, but I listen to but some. But no opinions about mine. No, you're a really good podcast. But sometimes I listen, I, sometimes I listen to podcasts yeah. and, you know, like different things. I don't necessarily like want to be known to listen to these okay. podcasts. Yeah. 
Interesting. But I feel like it's okay if you have like your own little sacred situation going. Oh yeah, you're entitled to your own world. Yeah. You're absolutely, but just on this podcast and just in life, you are, for me, you're not entitled to privacy. But I'm a really private person. Yeah, you are. But you tell me everything. Mm. <gasps> you totally do. You're lying. I'm, I'm less like- private than I used to be. I used to be super guarded and really private. I'm actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. I'm actually working on that in therapy a lot. I'm working on, because I felt like I had to lie so much in childhood sometimes, like I, or like not lie, but like cover up mm-hmm, things or like mm-hmm. make my life sound different than it was. Mm-hmm. I now like feel the need to like over explain and like over yeah. Like tell everyone the truth about everything. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm learning that like, I mean, on this podcast, I will always do so, but it's yes, like learning yes. to have like those boundaries and that not everything, not privacy does not always equate to secrecy, as you said. Yes, exactly. You privacy, know? to bring it full circle, privacy. It is okay to is have okay. privacy. And uh, secrecy is different. Yeah. Secrecy is like this idea that, it's a fear of, yeah. of sharing as opposed to like a conscious choice mm-hmm. to not, I suppose, yeah. in so many words. So there is, there. I, don't, I haven't totally nailed that, but like there is I a like difference it. between secrecy and privacy for sure. I like it. So I like to say I'm a very private person. Okay. Some people attribute that to my like Scorpio side. Yeah, you're definitely um, a super Scorpio rising. Yeah, so I'm a Scorpio rising, yes. which apparently means that I have a lot of mystery mm-hmm. and that is because I have privacy so maybe the most off-brand thing about you is that you wanted to come on this podcast yeah that is pretty off-brand oh yeah that's off-brand but it won't be the last time you'll come on again yeah mm-hmm. Jess you were a great podcast guest oh gosh do you want to do it again sure okay we'll do it again soon Thank you. I didn't ask me what kind of music I listen to. Why would I ask you what kind of music you listen to? That's what I thought you were going to ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I listen to. (laughs) No. I can't tell if that episode was just super indulgent or if it was actually a good time, but I had the time of my life recording with my sister. I mean, that was just. I'm like terrified of what's in this episode because obviously she didn't let me hide or get away with anything as I mentioned before but I love her so much and I'm so glad that you guys got to hang out with us and feel what it's like to be in our sisterhood I guess okay but anyway thank you guys so much for listening again this week if you could please rate and follow and comment on the show page that would just really make my day and if you do dm me on instagram so i can thank you personally at jade ivy and you can always find me there there's also a phone number to leave me a text message or a voicemail so there's all these ways to reach me you know i always just want to talk to you guys so in the meantime talk to me in any of the ways i've mentioned and i'll see you guys back here next week bye